Okay. <laughs> Here's day two. I almost forgot to start day two. I walked into work today and a uh, whole bunch of stuff happening. So I'm going to try and tackle this and get it done in about 15 minutes. And then uh, I've got to use the next 20 minutes after that to uh, get ready for all of these uh, changes and things that are um, happening this morning. Let's pray, huh? Good morning, God. Thank you for today. In, in, in crazy chaos, I, I turn to you knowing that you're going to give me everything that I need, the strength. And uh, I first and foremost play for, pray for endurance. So please, Lord, let, please let my mind be focused on the Bible and this little tiny little study and podcast rather than just focused on the issues at hand. So... Thank you, God. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Welcome back. It's day two. Today's Tuesday. It is May 4th, uh, Star Wars Day for many. I did not wear a Star Wars shirt, um, and now I'm noticing that I'm probably like the only person in the building not wearing a Star Wars shirt. But hey, I'm a big Star Wars nerd. Like, really big. But, I don't know. I don't really care about making sure that we can, uh, you know that I have to, like, show that I like Star Wars. And May the 4th. It's kind of a silly name. Kind of a silly thing that we decided that's what we're going to call Star Wars Day. Let's jump in here. Um, This scripture is more than just a verse. I'll just stop when um, I think we're going to read from verses 4 to verse uh, through verse 8, I think. I don't know, something around there. But this is one of the best passages in Scripture for so many reasons. But I think, you know, for me personally, it it meant so much that I... uh, It was a little over a year ago, because I remember where we were living. We weren't in the house that we were now, and we've been there a year. But, man, (laughs) my marriage was having some issues, and uh, rightly so. I mean, I made some mistakes, and I failed my student teaching, and I had to retake it. Um, And then COVID happened after I finished my student teaching. Um, And so I was at home with my son, and uh, we didn't get a lot of cleaning done. I I remember that. Um, Although for pretty much all of COVID, we were here. Whatever. We were having some issues, some rubs. So I I think I was listening to a podcast and they talked about this verse and I was like, I should read that. And it's amazing. If you don't know the Bible, then you don't know that this is in here. And I know somebody who uses this, that they'll read this as if it's a poem. They won't say that it's in the Bible. And then they'll be like, by the way, that's in the Bible. Um, And it might be surprising. And And if you're familiar with the Bible and with Christianity, then... Get ready for some encouragement and refreshment, because this is one of the best passages in the entire New Testament, I think. 1 Corinthians is the book, chapter 13, and we're going to start in verse 4. Paul the Apostle is writing this letter to the Corinthians. That means the church that is in Corinth, the city of Corinth. And, uh, you know, we believe that Paul was inspired by the Holy Spirit. So this is God telling us, starting in verse 4, 
Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It's not boastful. It's not conceited. Does not act improperly. It's not selfish. It's not provoked. And does not keep a record of wrongs. And so that's two verses, four and five. That's, I could just stop there, but I'm going to keep reading. Verse six, love finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. We'll just stop there. We won't read verse 8. So that was verses 4, 5, 6, and 7. Just tiny little bit here where God is just telling us what love is. You know, God says he is love. It is part of God's being. He doesn't just love us. He is love. Um, and like I said, I was using this scripture to really get me through some hardships in my marriage. Because, I mean, let's just start from the beginning. Love is patient. I wasn't patient. Love is kind. When I get mad, I'm not kind. Doves not envy. Mm, it's not boastful. It's not conceited. I mean, I'm pretty good at that. This big one. This is a huge one. Does not keep a record of wrongs. Now, I remember the first time I read this scripture and I was thinking about my wife and thinking about our marriage. I got really mad at that one because it was like, love doesn't keep a record of wrongs. Why are you keeping a record of my wrongs? And I started getting so uppity. And then I'm like, wait, that's literally me keeping a record of how she has wronged me. That's not what love is. What a beautiful thing that God just put it right in here. You know, God created everything. God created love. God is love. So he has to tell us that this is what it is. It's not little heart eyes emoji. It's not just um, <laughs> love is love. Love is not just sex. Love is not flowers and a box of chocolate. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It's not boastful. It's not conceited. Does not act improperly. It's not selfish. It's not provoked. Does not keep a record of wrongs. Love finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Let's break down uh, verse 6. Love finds no joy in unrighteousness. Righteousness is just being godlike, right? Righteous. It's being good, being right. So love does not dwell in this perfect sense in unrighteousness but it rejoices in the truth jesus said i am the way the truth the life so jesus is the truth god is the truth so that's where joy um that's where love finds its joy is in the truth in god in jesus that's what matters seven has says three things oh four things seven Verse 7 has four things that, I mean, this is huge. Love bears all things. You know, this one always strikes me every time. When, when my wife and I wake up, just, I'll just break down this morning from you, for you. We woke up, she got up, made the baby the bottle, 
made the baby her bottle. Oh my goodness. I can't talk. I haven't finished my cup of coffee here. Um, she makes the bottle and then she starts packing everything up to take downstairs. So we have bottles, we have bottle warmer, we have the big box of formula that we take downstairs and upstairs. Um, and my job is to just get the baby, change her diaper and, uh, look at her and see how cute she is, even though she kept us up all night. Um, and then we go, we get, we get my son, um, and who sleeps all the way through the night, <laughs> and he's just absolutely, uh, wonderful about that. We go downstairs, she sits on the couch, feeds the baby, the boy sits next to her, we turn on the TV to whatever he feels like watching in the morning, today was, uh, DuckTales, um, the new DuckTales, he's... We just decided to put that on, and now he's liked that for this past weekend. Um, and then it's my job to go into the kitchen, do the dishes, make coffee for her and for me. She drinks Great Value coffee with a bunch of creamer and a bunch of sweetener. I drink black coffee that I try and buy very good coffee, and I make it very well. I got to make two different kinds of coffees. It's my own fault. I get it. I know. I'm not complaining. But I make two different kinds of coffee. I make breakfast. I make our lunches. I pack our lunches. I do the dishes because my mother-in-law is watching the baby through the day. So we wanted her to have at least a clean-ish kitchen. And the morning's over by that time. I've done everything. And it just reminds me that... Even though I'm exhausted, like I was this morning, love bears all things. I love my wife. I love my children. I love coffee. It's all probably in that order. No, children come first. Uh, Jesus is number one, then children, then wife, then coffee. But that's, that's where I'm at. And... Um, you know, I have to bear it. It's just a load to bear of love bears all things. So yeah, it's hard and she gets to sit on the couch and cuddle up with the kids, but love bears all things. I mean, she doesn't have it great. Sometimes the baby cries. Sometimes the two-year-old wants to hit her, but next is love believes all things. You know, we're not spiteful and untrusting towards each other. I believe my wife. She believes me. We're going to say things and we're going to work together. Hopes all things. You know, I, I would say hopes all things about the truth. You know, with just hoping that we'll get through this. Hoping that I'll get a job. You know, I'm <laughs> my contract expires in a couple of weeks and I don't have a job lined up for August. You know, so I'm going to go the entire summer unpaid. And we'll see if I get a job before the school year starts again. But we're hoping that it's going to be fine. We're hoping that it's going to work out. It endures all things. I mean, this just kind of goes with bears. It endures. It goes through everything. And no matter if, you know, sometimes we just have minuscule problems of my coffee's not hot. Um, to big problems of like what I said before I failed student teaching I had to come home and be like hey I failed we have to go another six months without any pay coming in because I've got to do this again 
you know, that's big. That hit hard. That was not a good day in our house. But we endured it because we love each other. And hey, (laughs) if you have kids, you know, we've had two kids. We've had to endure that and still be a married couple. So, you know, this love, I can't wait till I can really think about it and being applying, be until I can start really applying it to my kids and how I'm showing them love and how I love them. But they're so darn cute and small right now that it's really not that hard. I, it just comes naturally that you love your little babies. And, you know, don't take this the wrong way. But I've, And I've said this since, like, the second month of marriage is you have to work at it. You have to try. You, you know, uh, if anybody has this storybook romance that, you know, every year of their marriage has been wonderful and perfect and they tackled all the problems and they never actually had to wake up and go, okay, I have to smile at her today, no matter what. If you've never had to have that thought, then good for you. Um, I bet single life is great, isn't it? But, you know, marriage is all about trying and working together. And we have to do all of those things. And right here, just four verses really cements me in where I have to be with loving my wife. There you go. Big one, 1 Corinthians 13. I mean, I go to this. I used to go to this every day when we were having issues. When I was mad or when I was sad or when she was mad at me, I went to it every day. I would sit down and read this scripture in the morning and at night and then when I needed it. So it was like supplemental, you know? It's not easy, but we work through it. Because love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. I'll see you tomorrow. Email me, gmgpod at gmail.com. Hey, also... Um, if you're trying to find my podcast of Good Morning God, there is another guy who is a Brazilian, um, missionary who is also has a podcast called Good Morning God that is an offshoot of his podcast with Good Morning Guys. I found you guys trying to find my own podcast and, uh, now I'm totally into it. Totally part of that GMG world, but hey, I stole GMG pod at Gmail. So that's mine. That's me. If you want this music teacher, gmgpod at gmail.com. All right. I'll see you tomorrow.